Greetings, and you're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode number 14. Welcome everyone and as usual it's great for me to be here. Well what a week it's been. Last week I covered over a thousand kilometers in Malawi as I took part in flag waving independence events in Malawi. It was a blast! I got to see about a third of the country and I stayed in the most beautiful of places. Sometimes we don't believe these places exist in Africa because sometimes all we ever see are adverts that portray Africa in such a negative way that those adverts benefit everybody else but us. And so if you've been following my travels on social media, you will have seen the beautiful beachfront hotel I stayed in, in Senga Bay. When you look at the video that I posted, you would almost forget that Malawi is a landlocked country. The sand that you can see definitely gives you the impression that you are at the beach and that what is in front of you is a sea. But I kid you not, it's a lake and it's the fourth largest lake in Africa. Now, the warmth of feelings and wellness I got just from being there is something that I cannot describe because you have to feel it. If you've ever laid under an African or Caribbean sun, you'll know about the experiences and the feelings of wellness that I'm talking about. When I arrived in Malawi, I was suffering from a condition called plantus fasciitis, which is a condition affecting the muscles in my foot. I've been wearing a support bandage on my foot for months and I cannot walk without it when I'm in the UK. But in the short time that I've been home under Malawian sun, the condition has completely disappeared. I kid you not. And what has also gone is the corresponding condition of my mind, which at times was so low because I thought I would never be able to walk without pain or without a bandage again. And this brings me on to the topic that I want to share with you today, which is about the healing spirit of Africa and why visiting a country in Africa or any other hot country of your family is great for your health. How many times have you said or heard people say that when they are at home, meaning visiting a lovely warm country of their family, that suddenly their aches and pains go away, that suddenly they feel at peace in their mind and their mind and their soul feels happy? I was taking a long, hard look at this in relation to my own experiences and also because I was reading a report about the healing nature of African cultures, particularly when dealing with depression. And in a particular case, I was reading about Rwanda. The piece was called Sun, Drum, Dance and Community. 
the whole emphasis of the piece was that when we are in our home countries, we constantly step outside, meaning outdoors and outside of ourselves and outside of comfort zones that don't help us so that we can arrive at our real inside selves and experience nature, nurture, movement, sound and sun all of which are amazing healers in their own right, but together form a powerful healing tonic that gets to the root of the major pains we suffer in our lives, which never seem to go away when we're in the West. In the piece I was reading, a Rwandan man, when talking about how community heals depression, said... We had a lot of trouble with Western mental health workers who came here immediately after the genocide. Here he's talking about the Rwandan genocide that took place in 1994. And he goes on to say, we had to ask some of them to leave. They came and their practice did not involve being outside in the sun where you begin to feel better. There was no music or drumming to get your blood flowing again. There was no sense that everyone had taken the day off so that the entire community could come together to try to lift you up and to bring you back to joy. There was no acknowledgement of the depression as something invasive and external that could actually be cast out again. Instead, they would take people one at a time into these dingy little rooms and have them sit around for an hour or so and talk about bad things that had happened to them. We had to ask them to leave. There is something quite profound in his recollections of what was being offered by Western approaches when measured against Rwandan approaches And as I read the piece, I could almost see and feel what he was talking about. How many times have you felt down and your mood has been low and your friend, after some effort, managed to persuade you to come out with them and you go? And then you end up having the best time you've ever had in a long time, dancing all night And really, I mean really enjoying yourself. When you finally crawl into bed in the early hours of the morning, you find that the dark spaces in your mind are replaced by memories of the great time you had, dancing away and laughing and joking with people whom you experience as really caring about you. You feel that a degree of joy has been rekindled in your heart And you are able to live off the joy of that night out and the memories of that night for some time after the event. This to me is a Western example of Africans acting in an African mental health healing session with movement, music, dance and community. In those moments of the whole dance, we are able to achieve almost the same holistic warming up of the spirit that is spoken about in the Rwandan experience. That type of healing is about a holistic experience, the experience of healing the whole you. What do I mean by this? For example, 
When you break your arm, healing is about more than just fixing the broken bone. But in Western medicine, this is all you get. If you have emotional disturbances because of the experience of breaking that arm, there are likely to be huge cues which are months long for therapeutic help. And when you get the help, it happens in a way that is totally separate from any other parts of you and your life. And on top of that, the help tends to be racially insensitive and culturally inappropriate. So the end result is our people end up feeling worse after their encounters with these services. When you go home to an African country or a country where your family comes from, that something that is missing suddenly hits you in the face. It's like a warming of the soul that you cannot see, but you can definitely feel. An example of this is when I broke my ankle in 2005. Although my bone was fused back together and again, technically, my ankle was fixed, I developed an unreal fear of walking properly on the ankle because of how I had broken it. There was no fix for this. In Western medicine, it's leg in plaster, plaster off, physiotherapy, you're done, get out. But the problem became so bad for me that I could barely walk. And it was not until I went home on holiday with my sister, took off my shoes, put some music on and my headset on and danced solidly for three hours barefoot in the sun and the sand that I finally began to realise what real healing felt like. That experience right there was the best physical, emotional and psychological therapy I had ever had for that condition. It was the total effect of going outside and outside of myself and having family, son, music and dancing that got me to a better place. That whole experience reminds me of a piece I read about a Ghanaian man who said that he hated Western style hospitals because of the fear they created in the community that when you went into these hospitals, you were really going there to die because it felt like you would never go outside and that you would only come out when you were dead. This is something my mother always used to say to us when we were small, that she hated hospitals, the feeling of the place, the smell. She used to say that going to hospitals made her feel more sick than she was before she actually got there. And I never understood what she meant until I grew up to be a big person. And now I completely concur with her feelings. Trying to heal emotional pain in an emotionally sterile way just will not work. And this is what came out in the piece on treating depression in Rwanda and which is echoed by a woman called Ramona Moore, who is a medical practitioner. Ramona says there is healing in dance, catharsis in movement. It is such a simple but most misunderstood concept. 
by those who have moved away from the primal nature-based life that leads us away from our true selves. It is the act of movement that is the opposite of stagnation. A damned river cannot serve itself or those down river. This means that when you have depression or low mood, no matter what the cause is, there is a stagnation inside of you. Something has become stuck. There is a blockage somewhere. And it is the act of movement that works to counter the act and effect of stagnation. And both of those things work to unblock the blockages in you and set you free. You know, when I was listening to this and reading this, I was trying to look for comparisons because I felt that I had seen this before in the UK. And then it put me in mind of why African people love to dance so much. It's simple, really, when you think about it. Dancing is the act of moving blockages in our emotions so that our energy flows freely enough to get us through the tough times we know are likely to follow when we have to get back on the plantation runnings after the weekend. Perhaps instead of calling our dances raves, we saw the healers in our sound systems and DJs because they work so hard to put on events for us. And if we really thought about the dances as opportunities to heal and to put ourselves back together again, we would get so much more out of the events we attend. My sisters and I always have a motto that if we go to any dance and the dance is dry, we will always make our own fun. We will make our own good time. And you would think that this was the best night of our lives. And it was only after I was researching this piece that I realized the healing nature in our doing this. In our determination to get the highs from the dances that we needed, we would create the opportunity to move our spirits. And I kid you not, we still do this the last time we did it been only a couple of months ago and we had a fantastic time with about 50 of us in this dance when two to three hundred people were expected it was a great night out when I was thinking about how African traditional healing methods are viewed it put me in mind of how western concepts have done so much to demonize meaning in traditional African and Caribbean forms of healing. When we're trying to get rid of low mood, for example, in Rwanda, they talk about trying to get something out of you, like trying to exercise something in you. Exorcism being the act of casting out blockages inside of you, so the real happy free you can be set free from the ravages of depression and low mood. But such is the demonization of traditional African practices. <laughs> Come on, be honest. When you think of exorcism, you think of the film The Exorcist, which did so much to frighten us and to confuse us into believing all sorts about healing, which was going to kill us and turn us into zombies. And in many ways, traditional African forms of healing 
became entangled with these types of exorcism-type views when completely the opposite is the case. And we can see that from the experiences talked about by the Rwandan man and the Ghanaian man. When community upliftment is prescribed for you, you go outside and you dance to the beat of the drum whilst everyone lifts you up emotionally and psychologically. And in that process, the darkness in you is being exercised. And this is exercise spelt E-X-O-R-C-I-S-E-D. So in talking about this, am I saying that Western medication is the wrong way to treat depression? No, I'm not. If that works for you, then you stick with that which gives you the best outcomes. But what I am saying is that in African countries, traditional healing in communities takes a different track. And instead of putting something into you to get the blockage out, like medication, instead, the healing seeks to get the blockage out of you so that your spirit can be free. And this is the key difference. So when I look at my own situation, the pain that I was experiencing from the plantar fasciitis could have left me in a situation where I could have been taking medication every day to try to alleviate that pain. But in coming to Malawi and being in the sun and dancing and just being joyous has completely removed that pain. Whatever it is that was causing the blockage has gone. And that's what I'm trying to say is the key difference. Healing in Africa seeks to get out that which is causing the blockage rather than giving you medication to try to deal with the symptoms. And you can sort of see how this would feel just by imagining yourself in the dance and remembering what it feels like to have had a great time, especially when you didn't feel like going out. We've all had that feeling, the high of the morning after the night before, when we didn't even want to go anywhere. These are the best highs of all. And again, if you've been following my social media page, I posted a picture of a, a stage show and it's after four, it's about half past four in the morning to be exact. And the amount of people that are still outdoors in the middle of the night watching this stage show is a testimony to what I am saying, that there is so much healing in being in the dance with music, with your community with the high spirits, that people just flock to these dances. And to me, these are the best highs of all. Little did we know that in our own way, we're mimicking the Rwandan experience of being out in community, using music and dancing to lift our broken spirits. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that the moral of this particular episode is that no matter which methods are chosen, we need to be more in touch with what works. We need to spend more time visiting African countries or any other warm country we love and use the experience to lift our moods and spirits. 
We need to not focus on Western medicine alone, but also go back into the memory vaults of our experiences and remember when going to the dance was a great heartwarming experience that lasted for days and days and did so much to lift our spirits with everything we had to face. We used to talk about those types of dances for weeks. We used to say, remember this that happened in the dance, remember that. And all of that is the practice of lifting our spirits and projecting that wellness into our futures. For me, there is nothing that beats being under an African sun, listening to music and just walking or dancing. There is a healing in this that I cannot describe, but instead I just feel. I hope you were able to see meaning in this week's episode. Drop me a line and let me know what you think. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to the show. So why not leave me a review and let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. Until next week, you've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asher and I'm out.